today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Charlie Knapp here. Courtney here. And Charles here. So, <laughs> we, uh, we got hold. This is so unbelievable. We got hold of a portion of the manuscript for Jamie Lynn Spears' book. And it is shocking. Essentially, if the headline so far is that her parents and pretty much everyone on her team begged her, urged her, cajoled her into getting an abortion when she was pregnant at 16, telling her that if she didn't, it would ruin her career. And I'm going to read a couple That's of... That's a lot. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to read... By the a... way, this, this will change the narrative about this book a lot. A lot. Right. So, and, and it aligns, not specifically, but it does align with some of the things Brittany, Brittany said. said. Her experiences, exactly. how much of a tyrant she claimed he was, and this is very similar to Jamie Lynn's experience. So listen to this. Um, this these are a couple of the passages that the people in her inner circle came to her room trying to convince her that having a baby at this point in my life was a terrible idea. It will kill your career. You are just too young. You don't know what you're doing. There are pills you can take. We can help oh. you take care of this problem. I know a doctor. Everyone around me just wanted me to make this issue disappear. Everyone was certain that termination would be the best course of action. She goes on to say that she got into it with her dad, Jamie, um, saying that they were slinging, this is a quote, slinging words and tossing insults as he pushed uh, adoption. So they were doing- That's heartbreaking. They, yeah. they adoption. So after she had the baby, then they said, you well, should give it up this for This was before she had the baby, but when she refused to have the abortion. Abortion, then they were- And they, they took her to a place in Connecticut, and they kept her there in a cabin. Uh, she's, Wait, why? What? Basically just hiding what? her be, from the be, public they as were she's hiding pregnant. Her, they were hiding her from the press because they thought there would be a leak. So they took her phone away, um, which is, again, Brittany. interesting- because her wow. phone. Listen to this line. When she was shipped to a cabin in Connecticut, she was with her mom spending Thanksgiving. And here's her quote. Mama wore her disappointment like her favorite jacket. Terrible. <laughs> she wow. was Although that sounds disturbing. That sounds like a country song, actually. Actually, well, it doesn't look like doesn't it. Mama wore this point, but, but anyway. Actually, but, not a bad course, country song. Parents can have opinions, especially when you're underage and you're 16, but the opinion should be supportive, especially if it's her body, her choice. If she wants to have the kid, it is, that is her but choice. I, I, I do want to I say mean, this on, on behalf of Brittany and Jamie Lynn's parents. That's not a shocking conversation for families to have with a 16-year-old who's pregnant. It, it's It does happen. And right. that conversation does happen. What the difference was and what- It will kill your what, career. No, that part is what's different. The part about don't do it because it's going to kill your career. Don't do it because you're not ready for it and it's, those conversations do happen. That it's not, it's going to upset your life. You don't know what this is going to be like. But when you make it about their career, now that's, that takes a distasteful it, it, turn. It, it really does. Now, here's the thing. Um, I see a parallel here, not about- pregnancy, but I see a treatment parallel, at least in the allegations she's making here, with what Brittany has alleged. Control, and, that and, the family has consistently wanted control over Well, they took lives. away her phone, and too. That, and that money becomes preeminent in many right. ways. So here's my question. Jamie Lynn 
is no favorite of Britney's. And, and Britney, no favorite of Britney's fans. And no favorite right. of Britney's fans. And she is putting this out just at the time the conservatorship is winding down. So the question, like what you said at the beginning, is this going to change the narrative? Does this change the view of Jamie Lynn? It certainly might change or cement. No, actually, it might cement the I, view of the parents. I, I'm a huge Britney supporter, so I, this actually kind of annoys me about Jamie Lynn Spears because she had all of this information for the longest time. She could have came out after one of these 13 years that Britney was going through this and saying that she was going through all this, that her parents were treating her like this. Jamie could have stood out then and said this. Why is she waiting till now to get her book by pushing Britney? Well, she, she claims that saved. she had the idea for the book way back when, when Maddie, her daughter, got in that ATV accident, which was, what, 2017? But she knew how her parents treated Britney, so she knows that it wasn't a lie, that Britney was telling the truth. She could have came out and said that. She could have supported her sister, and she never did that. That's, that's what a majority of Britney fans say as well, and that's why— a lot of the fans have consistently attacked so her. Like, why have you been sympathy, So instead of having sympathy for her, they will say- I have sympathy, but I'm like, why now? You're still like waiting for your book. You could have came out and defended well, your look, sister. She, and it's she her does, story. She so. does deserve to tell her tale and to say how her parents treated her. And it does, like what Harvey say, said, align with Britney's experience. And that, in a way, supports everything but that Britney well, does. Say. Well, I, well, what's interesting is that it does align with Britney. And so you could take it as- Oh, she understands what Britney's going through, and that maybe the fans will be like, you know what, poor Jamie Lynn, and want to put an arm around her. But instead, you're saying they're going to go, well, where the hell were you, you know, five, she six never years ago? Britney, she never came out and said anything. She publicly, didn't even have to say publicly, publicly story. that yeah. now. I want to ask you a question. Let's say Britney was never under conservatorship. Would mm -hmm. Jamie Lynn have written this book? I don't think so. Mm. I don't know because I think this a makes, lot of people I, do. I think this makes a difference. I, I, I think. It's not about the conservatorship. It's if Britney, if Britney were still, if Britney's not in a conservatorship and she's performing and she's still a relevant celebrity. Right. Well, would Jamie, because that's what, I mean, what the accusation is that Jamie Lynn is capitalizing on the fact that right now Britney is a very relevant hot topic, even though she's not performing, but for something else, right. the thing is the conservatorship. So take away the conservatorship. If Britney's still a relevant celebrity just for her career, then yes, I think Jamie Lynn would still but then, write the book. But, but then what that... you, well, hold on, but then what you're saying is simply that all she's doing is piggybacking off her sister. But couldn't you yeah, say that her whole that's what life? I'm saying. And Britney yeah, has never exactly. gone away. It could have been like the opening show of her Jamie you know, Lynn Spears has never not been Britney Spears' younger sister. Right. She's never not been. Well, but Jamie Zoe 101 was kind of big, though. It was, it was but a even great then, show. But, but even then, then people would say that she got that role because she was Britney's sister. Right. So... Is there any uneasiness, any feeling that she's just piling on to get on the Britney train? I mean, it, it, there's something about Well, that but that has been the feeling. And, and I, I would think that Jamie Lynn thinks that this particular passage of the book, when it comes out, would swing that in her favor, that people would go, oh, you know wait, what? she really does have and, it. And, and, do you think that's and, the and, reason and, why they released this I, 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 I want to take the other side. It might. Because, it might. because, it might. because right now Jamie Lynn is seen as this dispassionate, uh, not compassionate person uh, toward Brittany, and I think what underlies all of this is she's saying, "I was a victim too. I was a victim of something similar to what you were a victim of, and for me not coming forward." you got to understand the baggage that I was carrying, and I think to that extent it makes her 
a more sympathetic figure and maybe might even rehabilitate that image about why she was so silent. I will with Britney fans other than these two, apparently. Well, I would have thought, yes, but I would have thought that, but her original book title was I Must Confess. That ruined it all. Maybe one more time. Yes. If she would have stuck with the new title, I don't even know what it is now. Well, no. Things I should have said. Yeah, Yeah, if she would have went with that originally. But that's still a Britney reference. No, No, it's it's not. not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Things I should have said. It's not a lyric in any of her songs. No, no, I know what you meant. You mean that things I should have said about, about Britney. Britney. That's yes. what Britney thinks it's but, about, but, but the, this makes it clear about, yeah, that it's not, not only Britney. going to be about Britney. Well, no, no, right. but, well, no guys, guys, how does things I would have said relate to things this I should abortion? Have said. Things I would have... Sh- should have said. But that how does that relate to That she should have spoken out about this before, about how her but parents she is now her. telling yes. her story. No, I don't think she's saying- You're saying it's only in reference to Britney. I think it's in reference to Britney, because otherwise- I should have said it because my sister was going through all this stuff, and I know that, and I should have said it. Exactly. That, so you're saying, so the title itself is still a reference to Britney. And, I see what and you're her, saying. No, of course it's a reference to Britney. And why she didn't speak out. I mean, the title is, I should have done it, but here's why. That's what I think she's saying. And I think in a way, I hear what you're saying, but I think in a way, this is going to make Jamie Lynn a lot more sympathetic. It's like, here's, you know, you look at me on the surface and this is what you think. I'm heartless. I didn't go what. This is what I was going through. I think that humanizes her. Courtney's well, like, not here for it. Courtney is well, no, not come on, here I'll for it at all. No, you do feel bad for her. Like, hearing about all that, like, you want your parents to, like, be supportive. And she was already going through a lot. She was 16. She had no idea what to do. She needed her parents to help guide her, and they were forcing something on her and the team. Okay. I want to know what Brittany actually... Well, we don't know yet. I, I know, but, Brittany, like, no... Brittany, I, no, Brittany, I, I don't think you've seen this. Well, I want to know... Well, her and Brittany were on good terms when she was 16. So what yeah. did Brittany... Like that's the like. Why no, was no, no, that no. I, I can already tell you. Oh, yay! I'm excited. And maybe uh, it, I know the answer to this, but she, I don't know. Are we including it? She hid it from Brittany. Right. She didn't tell Brittany about the pregnancy. Brittany, what? Brittany she, did not know about the pregnancy until she saw the in touch photos that came out of Jamie Lynn so, being pregnant. So Brittany didn't know Jamie about the Lynn cabin in claims, Connecticut. Jamie Lynn claims she was even. She wasn't even allowed to tell Brittany she was pregnant, saying, "quote I needed her more than ever, and she wasn't able to help me in my most vulnerable time." To this day, the hurt of not being able to tell my sister myself still lingers. That's she said that. Very sad. Terrible. Very sad. Before we wrap this up, can you just read the quote for me one more time? Because I, I want to write a song in my head around it. Oh. Mama, mama hold on, wears hold on, I'll her disappointment. Hold on, hold on. Like a I'll jacket? Give, mama wore her disappointment like her favorite jacket. Mama That's wore a pretty good line. I know. Wait, we, gotta, we gotta get, I gotta get some, By the some way, chords together. In this, in this family, don't be surprised if this song doesn't get released. I won't. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. Okay, we gotta move to, uh, this is great, This uh, Dave Chappelle. A lot of people are now lining up uh, on both sides of this talking about it. We got Jon Stewart out today. Yeah. And it's fascinating what he said, um, because there are a lot of people walking a tightrope on this. Jon Stewart did not walk the tightrope. Is comedy kind of hard right now, especially like what Dave Chappelle is going through with um, Netflix, with that situation? Oh, I mean, he's he's one of my favorite people on the planet. And I, he's a, you know, if there's miscommunication, I'm sure that, that communication is probably, hopefully, the way through, but like, because he just agreed to sit down with Netflix and talk with the employees. Right there. There you go. So, you know, is, is that a good thing? So they could, mm. Oh, are they talking? Yeah, yeah, sure. Gonna, yeah, man, it's, look, if this spurs a conversation where people get more on the same page in terms of understanding, that'd be great. But I know his intention is never hurtful. Like, he's just not that kind of person. That's a big statement at the he end. He went on to say he is a good man, like one of the best people I've, I know in my life. Yeah. So 
clearly coming out in support, not not shockingly, in support of his friend, but to the point that he says, look, Dave, that his intent wasn't to hurt anybody, and now that we know that Dave Chappelle has agreed to, in principle, sit down with these Netflix employees and have a conversation with them, maybe they can sort it out. I, I mean, again, maybe he'll sort things out with those employees. That doesn't mean that everyone in the LGBTQ community is going to be on board with that. Do you think he right. starts the but, meeting with a joke? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? Not fly. <laughs> that would be my ultimate I mean, thing. He might try. <laughs> what, are, what are the chances they are going to come together and settle this? I don't think. I mean, I, I don't think, think they will. I, I think, think they, they want sell though, them. They want this special taken down. And that's they not feel gonna, it is hurtful. That's not going right. to happen though. Happen. Because then you have to start censoring everything on Netflix. Right. Like, not, well, not everything, but but they, like comedians in general. Well, no, because they're not going to take it down. They're not going to take it down. So I don't think that's the, the goal. I don't think that's the goal of this meeting. If that's if that's what the employees well, they should be sending down goal, the CEO, not Dave. Exactly, yeah. because you know Ted Sarandos has already come out and said he's made it clear he's not taking it down, and so, he can't back down now. I mean, I guess if out of some, if Dave went to him and said, "Take it down," maybe he would. Okay, maybe. but that's. Guys, that's not going to happen. Guys, no. they're the gonna, point they're going to sit down, and the people from the trans community are going to ask for an apology. And I don't think he's going to give an apology. No. So I'm not sure where this goes maybe, if they sit down. Maybe the only resolution could be, like, if they say, well, can you donate to some kind of charity, benefit? Yeah. I, think, I mean, honestly, oh, no. I think the, the goal, it should be, I think their goal, I would hope, is just for Dave to hear them and to understand why they're upset about it. And if he can do that, and they're satisfied that he can do that, that he is actually genuine in doing that, then everyone should be happy. Well, okay, so if Dave Chappelle says, I hear you, and I, and I, I and I wish I had worded things differently. But what if he... I don't, I don't think he does. I don't think I he's going to say that. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to say. No, Why do you know what he's going to say? Because you know. Because you, you, you heard him in the final. You heard yeah. him in the final episode. You heard him say... Final episode. Well, I'm sorry. The Dave Chappelle is a very closer, smart right. man. He does those jokes because he wants to do those jokes, and he's not going to apologize for the jokes that he gives. He tries them out on so many different venues. I didn't say he was going venues. to apologize, and I'm not saying that he would say, I, I wouldn't do that content, but he might say, I could have worded certain things differently, depending on, and again, I don't know that he's, I don't, I don't think he's going to come out and publicly say any of this. But he may say it in the meeting and, and say to them, hey, if you guys want to talk about it, that's fine. Okay, you and I have had a talk about the line that may be the most offensive when he talked about the anatomy. Impossible. Yeah. And yeah. so, Dave, do you think there's any chance he's going to say, I shouldn't have said that because that's the only way to bridge the gap here. I just don't see him saying that. I don't. No, I don't think he would say anything. I don't think he's going to speak about anything. I think it's a deal breaker. So then they shouldn't have the communication. No, I mean, John Stewart's point was, look, Dave is a reasonable guy. He's not intentionally hurtful. And so if they sit down and talk, they'll come to some agreement. That's what he's confident in, in anyway. So But but the whole thing is that John the, Stewart the knows Dave Chappelle better than we do. The John, transgender community doesn't want to be the butt of the joke. But Dave Chappelle tells jokes and someone's got to be the butt of the joke. In this case, it was a transgender community. You've got two different vantage points here. And each has a position on it. I, I, I just, look, it would be great if everybody kind of came together and mm -hmm. figured this out. But we know that's not gonna it happen. It just doesn't, it just, <laughs> doesn't I, I just don't like know where it goes. So don't have any meaning No, I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm just wondering. Listen, I could be, I hope I'm surprised and something happens here where they bridge the gap. But 
it, it, it just seems so improbable, but improbable things do happen. Um, do we know when the meeting's going to happen? No, they haven't no, said anything. I don't even know that. Who knows? It's going to happen. Right. We'll um, see if it does. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Favorite story of the week is Howard Stern interviewing Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale is great here. I mean, the, the issues that come up are because what Kate Beckinsale, well, let's just play really the clip. Kate Beckinsale is talking about, and Howard, as you put it, brilliantly pulls it out of her, but it's talking about the fact that she is extremely intelligent, which some people may not have known. Did you ever have your IQ tested? I mean, did anybody give you, did. what is your IQ? Do you know the number? I do. I have to ask my mom. It was, it was, it was very high. And I, and I think she had me tested because, you know, very bright children are nearly unbearable. I'm sure that's why she did Were you? Ma, just actually on the show currently, he just wants to know what my IQ was when you had it tested when I was little. I think it was 152. 152. Oh my ah. God. Your <laughs> IQ is 152. Do you realize that's like almost Einstein then. level? My God. There is, there, <laughs> there, there is so much, her. there is so much to unpack here. I mean, the first thing that really strikes me is how smart she is well, no, and I, beautiful. I knew she I knew she was really smart. But you didn't know she was that smart. That's... Well, I didn't know she had a 152. Right. I mean, but... you just politely assumed she's not an idiot, but you didn't know that she had a 152. I didn't know IQ. she had a 152. Right. What is that I, out I, of, I, by I, the I, way? I don't know. Like I, I, I wanted to ask that earlier. <laughs> that's I didn't know. Like, I need points. to know. Is this an A, <laughs> B, it, C? Like, what is it? What's the highest IQ? Well, assume she got an A, uh, Charlie. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm not a 152. So there, 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 are, there are three points here, and I agree with two of them and disagree with the third. The first point I agree with is when she said that if her doctors told her if you were 30% less smart, you'd be a lot happier. And I totally believe That's true. that. That's true. There's nothing to debate there. Yeah. Right? It, the, the phrase ignorance is bliss comes from somewhere. That we agree on. I want to hear. Totally. I want to hear about the things you disagree. It's such on. a well, smart no, let me, let, person well, thing to say, though. I'm so intelligent. It's so much harder. You're lucky that you're dumb because your life is so true. much oh. she, she is not saying it that way. She is not saying it that way. She also didn't want to say the number in the beginning, right? So she tried to just be like, yeah, because she coy remembers that number. No, she does, but had to call her mom. I mean, she's got a 152. According, of course, she remembers the number. Yeah. So the second thing is, well. It actually hurt my career. And at first, I disagreed with that. And then I started thinking about it. And I tend to agree. I, t yeah. I, I, I understand that. That being that smart in a position of being an actress where you're beholden to people who may give you a script that's got holes in it or a director. This is not, here's why I don't buy this. Are you telling me that Kate Beckinsale is the only intelligent actress, successful actress in town? No, no, I know. There are plenty of. Maya Bialik. Uh, by the way, and, and I would say this doesn't hold true just for women. Should be for men as well, right? Yeah, yeah. There's but a lot maybe, of but maybe it's more for women. I think more maybe for more women. for women because the the men in charge uh, traditionally will say she's a problem. I get it. That's right. I mean, I think. But I think there you've are got a lot. There are a lot of women who are successful in Hollywood who are intelligent. I don't know exactly what their IQs are. But don't tell me but that they're all idiots. What if I think the whole casting couch thing kind of benefited off of girls that maybe weren't as smart. Like you have these producers. Yeah, I, I don't think this is about a casting slimy. couch. It's no, not, because no, think it's about, about it. Couch. If you it's have what? a producer or a director trying to cast you for a role and they say, like, oh, come up to my room, I'll give you a back rub, a typical girl that's not smart might be like, okay, but that's not about no, no, yeah, that's, that's not about smart, intelligence. That's not a, you're not going to do that. That's not a smart and thing. And that would hurt your career because you're not willing to do those slimy things to get the role. But that's not about having a 152 IQ. I think that she may have spoken up 
because she saw things maybe that other people might not see, subtleties in a script, uh, the way something's being directed. So you're saying Kate Beckinsale has a beautiful mind when she looks at a script and says, no, this doesn't fit here. And I want to move this here <laughs> and this goes over there. I, I, I think everybody has worked no. at places where they've seen something, where a boss does something. I mean, I know that happens with me here, where people disagree and whatnot. But, you know, it's like there are no uh, guys. No. Come on. Oh, we always agree with you 100%. Oh, yeah. Just Should walking. we get into the Beatles and the Stones right now? Uh, or? No. Well, no, just walking into this room and listening to the crap you said as I walked in. Well, <laughs> I'm because you hobbled in. You hobbled in. I am injured. And right? I, wish, was a I wish we had video that we could roll back for you guys to show you how he walks the walk <laughs> or how one of our employees strolled it, him along in a chair because okay, he couldn't walk okay okay i mean <laughs> i mean it's pretty sad uh, look all i'm all <laughs> yeah. i'm saying is that that she, right, may she may disagree with... She may have spoken out because of subtleties she saw maybe most people and wouldn't. i'm saying that i don't buy that because to buy that means that there are a bunch of dumb women who are making it in Hollywood. I'm not right saying now. dumb I mean, I'm not saying dumb women. And there are very intelligent women who would also speak out right, and they're and they're have and by the way you, and also I think the smarter and <laughs> the smarter <laughs> and in tune you it's not about women. It's the smarter and in tune you are with what you're but doing. What, I mean look she has a 152 IQ. First of all, Kate Beckinsale is very successful. That's the other part of this that, is Kate Beckinsale is very successful. So <laughs> where is her career hurt? Okay. Let's talk about the one thing I think we can all agree on. When she says, "Oh, the relationship," yeah, oh, that uh, was juicy. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, being funny excuses a lot with the guys that I date. I mean, that is saying they're kind of dumb. Yes, and I like, like the I, famous I, people that she dated too. The dumb fits. The famous people. Come on, I mean, just because somebody doesn't have a 152 IQ doesn't mean they have to be funny so that you, they can oh, keep up wait with a you. Spoken like I, someone who has on. a low IQ. Hold on, can I tell you something? <laughs> This story, this story, this story triggered me to get in a long, to solve a long-held mystery in my family. I have an aunt who has always told me that both my sister and myself that my parents had us IQ tested when we were young. You don't remember it? No, I don't remember it. And she said, well, yours is and low. she said you both were tested off the charts. You were both genius level. So I'm going through life thinking I have, you know, a genius level IQ. I don't remember taking it. Turns the test, out to be 92. So <laughs> my, aunt always, my aunt always told me this, and I just never cared enough to ask my mom. So I, when I saw this story this morning, I texted my mom. I said, Aunt Ronnie always said this, blah, 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 blah. Did it happen? So her response was, Well, oh no, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> never a good way. No. She said, um, only Sharissa, my sister, was tested because her kindergarten suggested she should be tested to skip first grade, which she did. Wow. So she took the test, obviously. And you and she didn't did test. skip first grade? And then she goes, we already knew you were a genius. Oh, so you were never tested. Aww. And I was like, so I wasn't tested? <laughs> she goes, Aww. It's not important. It's not important. Yeah. You you were very smart. So, so. The, this it reminds me. What, what you're saying yes, reminds me. <laughs> when I used to go to my grandmother's house, she, she would look at me and say, Oh, he's growing like a beanstalk. Look how tall oh, he is. And then, well, you're, <laughs> wow. you don't have to be pity for me. You don't have to be all pity for me. <laughs> Grandma jinxed you. Okay. All right. Charles Barkley. Uh, wow. Yes, Charles Barkley. We got him uh, talking about a huge feud he had with a coworker. So Charles Barkley was on the inside, inside the NBA, uh, and he and Kenny Smith were talking about Kyrie Irving refusing to get vaccinated and the fact that he's going to sit out, have to sit out the season. Um, 
with at some financial uh, sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, some Jeez. financial comfort, Violins. you mean. Charles <laughs> yeah. and Kenny got into it. Very, I mean, Kenny was supporting and said, look, it's great that, that Kyrie, you know, if he wants to make the stand, I support that. You can't force people to get, vaccine, get vaccinated. Charles Barkley came back at him, and they went back and forth. It was pretty testy for a while. You and uh, Kenny kind of got into it a little bit over this vaccine stance. Yeah, everybody should get vaccinated. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself. You get vaccinated for your family first. You get vaccinated for your teammates second, things like that. You do have the right not to get vaccinated, but that's selfish in my opinion. I, w I, w I wouldn't want to get somebody sick. Here's where I have beef. You can, Here's where you I can beef. tell he's still heated about it. By the way, because he, oh, yeah. he did eventually tell us he's like, "Oh, Kenny and I, you know, we'll be all right. We'll be all right." But he really wanted to lay out again all the things that got him into the argument with Kenny Smith, because I, clearly Charles Barkley feels very strongly that everyone should get vaccinated. Well, and, and Kenny Smith, my understanding is that his point is that. Kyrie Irving is not an anti-vaxxer. He's against the mandate. Right. Here's, here's why I have an issue. And that's what Kyrie has said also. I have right. an issue with this, and here's why. That the mandate is very new with the NBA. Well, I mean, it's not, sorry, it's not with the NBA. It's with the cities in particular. Mm -hmm. San it's Francisco, New York, Los Angeles. In his case, New York. New York City. Weeks old. It's weeks old. Yeah, it was August. This vaccine yeah. has been available since December. So there was more than six months where Kyrie Irving could have voluntarily gotten the vaccine if he yep. wanted to, as all the other players did. And eventually LeBron did, or at least LeBron said he did. And so when you have all these months and he hasn't done it voluntarily, doesn't say anything, and now all of a sudden there's a mandate and he hooks onto the mandate, it feels to me it's still more about the vaccine than it is the mandate. And he's using the mandate as an excuse about not getting the vaccine. But it could also Sounds be that he's, spot on. he's yeah. okay with people getting vaccinated. He is. I don't so think he is. So then that's not anti-vaxxer. He's not mad at anybody who does get the vaccine. Right. An anti-vaxxer is not angry at those who do. But they some think, are. Some well, are thinking they, like, oh, they're sheep following. Right, you know, but what they're the not angry saying. at him. They feel pity for them, which is totally misplaced. But they think, you know, they're sheep. They're gonna get. They're gonna grow a third leg or whatever else. Which, by the way, I could use right now. Um, <laughs> yes, you could. Um, no, Charles. That, yeah, that. Charles. Oh boy. Oh god. <laughs> hey, you said it. Yeah. Oh my god. I it's wasn't just, gonna uh, go there. I but... hurt my leg, everybody. Anyway, um, the okay, tripod. Which... <laughs> tripod. <laughs> point being, point being, he could have gotten vaccinated, and that's why I, I keep hearing this. And then the other thing is. He's sitting out at home, and he's still going to get $17 million. Right. Yes, he will get $17 million because he could play in most of the games, but the Nets are telling him, we don't want you to play. So they con contractually, with the, the, um, the labor agreement... They can't fire him. They, have, they can't fire him, and they have, to play, they have to pay him. So everybody's saying it's really a courageous stand. He's getting, I know he would have gotten more, but he's getting $17 million. It's, it feels to me Stay like it's really the team that's sacrificing more than than Kyrie is. I mean, yes, Kyrie is but sacrificing also, some of his. But they're also Absolutely. taking a stand in their own way yeah. by saying, like, we don't want, even want right. you coming here at all, even if it's yeah. in a, a Even if it's going to cost us $17 million, we are not going to let you play. And not right. just cost you $17 million, it, it, ruin, it, it damages the team. And exactly, hurts their chances at winning a championship, And which so is the, whole the point. team is really the loser here. And if anybody's courageous, I think it's the team because they've taken a stand that takes Kyrie out and it really hurts them, and that's their business. That's their bread and butter. Yep. So if anybody's courageous, Kyrie's at home getting 17 million bucks. The team gets screwed.
So I think the team is the courageous so one. So what you want is a parade in New York for the Brooklyn Nets GM. Let's all put them on our shoulders and <laughs> march them down, down Broadway. Is that? Yeah, because that's, that's not going to happen. Supporting was, GMs yeah. is, is popular these days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good luck uh, with that. Scott Disick. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Scott Disick. I can't even with he this. He got caught up in a lie. Because he got caught up straight in a lie because Lisa Renna was talking with the- they were, uh, On Real Housewives yeah, of Beverly Hills. Yeah, the was on, and it got brought up. Did Scott Disick and Amelia really break up over the Jonas DM that Scott sent him over Courtney and Travis making out in Italy? Well, remember- and he we, originally said yes. that they had broken up not because of that, had nothing to do with that, and in fact, and he broke up with her. And that he's right. the one who broke up with her. And we found out, nope, that it was Amelia that broke up, and Lisa Renna is like, that basically had something to do with it, which was it obvious. She was on Andy Cohen's show last night in the re uh, Beverly Hills reunion. She came out swinging. Bill from Manhattan wants to know why they called it quits and who pushed the eject button first. I think you just have to read the press, and Amelia did. <laughs> Can't control them out. <laughs> Were you glad she did? Yes. The news reports are that it had to do with the whole DM exchange that Scott got in. Well, I don't think that was helpful. Right. I, I, there's never one reason why I think people split up. You know, now's the time to heal. Now's the time for everyone to heal. How did you ladies feel about the breakup? Good. I mean, Amelia's 20 and I'm a mom of daughters, so I wouldn't approve if I were in Lisa's shoes. Um, was there yeah. anybody pro Scott on that no, <laughs> on that panel? I mean, I, I, am, nope. I am pro Scott for this reason. Oh no. I mean, Why? For, for, first of all, I mean the idea that Scott Disick DMs another one of Courtney's boyfriends who Scott has no relationship with and says, Can you believe they're making out like this all over the world, bro? I mean, are you serious? It's like what it just shows he's not over Courtney. But the reason I'm a little bit team Scott on this is I don't think parents should be telling adult children who they should or should not be dating. And it feels intermeddling to me. She didn't? Yeah, yeah she didn't she break did. them no, up. She did it. She's too young. Scott, she's too, I know, Scott but, did it to himself. But yeah. Do and you, she, I, yes. the answer Lisa to, and Harry clearly, and also all of Lisa's friends, have <laughs> made, made it very clear they that they disapproved. I think their disapproval is mostly about the age difference. Which then right. Harry at one point on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills had said, like, look, I was even with an older woman Ursula at one point. Ursula Andrews. He had, had a kid, kid with her. Andrews. And he's like. Show, show respect. Sorry, Ursula Andrews. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he even said, like, who am I to judge? You know, we got to just let it play out. And I think Lisa Renna said something along the lines of, oh, I'm hoping this is a phase. So they did let it play out. And Scott. He torpedoed himself by well, he did, showing but, he saw it. No, 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 he did, but he torpedoed himself with with um, uh, Amelia. He, yeah. And, and I just think- I love when, that Amelia broke up with him me over too. this. It's fair, so hot Like when a 20-year-old dumps you. Yeah, like, like I don't need feel? you, bye. Fair, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. But why are parents telling a kid, she's too, he's too old, he's too this, Harvey, he's too he that? Harvey, he has three kids, and he clearly was not over his ex, and everyone always knows that Scott's been in love with Courtney. Parents so want the best for their kids. Uh, you but can't what, argue. Yeah, well, here's the thing. The best for the kid may not be what the parent thinks is the best for the kid. Amelia, but parents are always going to weigh in and tell you what their opinion are. I, there you are parents weigh in who on don't. everything about our I'm, lives. Oh, really? Yes. You do a little bit. Like I tell you what? Don't no. drink too much. You usually to don't bed. tell them, but you tell me. <laughs> Go to bed. You usually don't tell them, but you tell me. I That's don't right. say to you. Well, how you, you need some you, guidance. 
So you should take guidance? all the advice. Who needs guidance? <laughs> you no, I said he tells me about you guys. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I thought he was giving you advice. Yeah, I was like, you should probably no. listen to no, him. I give him, advi- I give him advice, too. That hasn't really not worked fashion out either. advice. No, but I'm serious. What? What'd you say? Fashion I said, advice? I said, hopefully he doesn't give you fashion advice. It was a dig at both of you. Oh, I don't know. Thanks. You guys are always matching. Not today, specifically. What are you talking about? But... Courtney's matching also. We all got the green. Yeah, what the heck, you you're guys? The, you're the what loser, the Charlie. Memo today. <laughs> I, 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 the, the only thing I want to say is, yeah, parents want the best for their kids. Sometimes the best for their kids is just not to tell them how to live their lives once they're adults. I mean... To I, let them learn for themselves? Yeah. I, I, I agree with that, Harvey, but I also think it's naive to think that most parents and I want the advice for that my parents. And then I also, want my parents to like the, the guy that I'm dating. Probably. Also, when it ends really bad, the kid is saying, why didn't you guys say something if you didn't like him? No, so nobody, nobody never says that. No, nobody, nobody says, says that. that. That's ridiculous. Well, that's, that's when so everyone true. comes out. They're yeah. like, yeah, you he wasn't that great. You too many movies. <laughs> no, <laughs> you blame your parents on uh, it. Okay. Sure, when all else fails, blame your parents. Always. It's great. Here's the thing. You want to follow the TMZ podcast? I do. Guess where you can go. Where? Uh, do you know? Apple. Yeah. Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast. There you go. Your podcast. Your podcast. Your podcast. Your podcast. Your podcast. Is that German? For... <laughs> I will... was just so excited. We, we will be back for the next TMZ podcast on Monday where we, <laughs> where we crap all over the floor. Ew. Have a good hey, weekend, you everybody. Might, so I'd be careful of that joke. Oh. <laughs> you need the diaper.